Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with me, your host, the Mad Chatter, Ryan MK. That's right. <sighs> yes, I know. Didn't get to pod in last week. Long stretch of work. I'll get into that later. A little bit of announcement concerning that. But apologies. We got a lot to get into. Now, first, I want to just say happy belated Father's Day, since we didn't record last week right after. Happy belated Father's Day to uh, all the dads who deserve it, you know. And I would say moms that pull double duty, you know. Happy Father's Day to you. Strong women to have to do that. And speaking of women being strong, hmm, I have to try and stay even stronger. Given the bullshit decision by the Supreme Court to overturn Roe versus Wade, continuing with another this country's watershed moments in history, and I feel for women so badly. Um, and let's just dive into it, you know? I, personally, I like to get the bad news out of the way. You know, if the wife comes to me, do you want the good news or the bad news? Always the bad news first. So while I generally like to save the serious stuff for later in the pod, we're going to go ahead and just dive right into it. Get the bad news out of the way, because this is, this is bad news. Uh, I mean, kind of unless you're pro-life, I guess. <laughs> but if you're pro-life, I would say, I hope you bring the same energy when it comes to healthcare and, you know, anything for baby and mom, you know, after baby's born. Uh, adoption funding, you know, all the shit that comes with, you know, just life after birth. Uh, because otherwise you're not pro-life, you're just pro-full of shit and pro-hypocrisy. Because to me, this is disastrous on many levels. Yeah. Dial back the clock, 50 years on human rights, particularly women's rights. And because it's not going to end abortion, it's just going to end safer abortion. really what it is and for those in that corner it's pro-life all you want this is more about control at least for those in power and people don't seem to understand that abortion is sometimes needed to save mothers lives you know but the bottom line really is needed or not i mean who is anyone to tell a woman what to do with their body and you know bs straw man arguments like abortions are full like how many of those happen when is this happening i'm pretty sure <laughs> if there was legislation on male parts Men wouldn't have it. They would, they would, yeah. most men. I'm at the point I probably wouldn't give a shit, but, uh, you know, vasectomies, for example. 
if it was not solely up to the individual man to decide whether or not he gets one, when he can get one, et cetera, et cetera. How many men you think would be okay with that? And I remember during COVID, remember all, all the conservative, my body, my choice BS when it came to the mask mandates. Uh, again, where's that same fucking energy? I'd also say this doesn't end abortion for rich white folks or politicians who need an operation on their mistress, their daughter, you know, more hypocrisy, you see. They'll still be able to get, get one if needed. Ask Lauren Boebert. Bobert, Boebert. I think, really, George Carlin sums it up pretty good, as he usually does, when it comes to uh, pro-lifers. Go ahead and listen. Why? Why? Why is it that most of the people who are against abortion are people you wouldn't want to fuck in the first place? Huh? Boy, these conservatives are really something, aren't they? They're all in favor of the unborn. They will do anything for the unborn. But once you're born, you're on your own. <laughs> Pro-life conservatives are obsessed with the fetus from conception to nine months. After that, they don't want to know about you. They don't want to hear from you. No, nothing. No neonatal care, no daycare, no head start, no school lunch, no food stamps, no welfare, no nothing. If you're pre-born, you're fine. If you're preschool, you're fucked. <laughs> Conservatives don't give a shit about you until you reach military age. <laughs> then they think you are just fine, just what they've been looking for. Conservatives want live babies so they can raise them to be dead soldiers. <laughs> pro-life, pro-life. These people aren't pro-life, they're killing doctors. What kind of pro-life is that? What, they'll do anything they can to save a fetus, but if it grows up to be a doctor, they just might have to kill it? <laughs> They're not pro-life. You know what they are? They're anti-woman. Simple as it gets. Anti-woman. They don't like them. They don't like women. They believe a woman's primary role is to function as a broodmare for the state. Pro-life. You don't see many of these white anti-abortion women volunteering to have any black fetuses transplanted into their uteruses, do you? No, you don't see them adopting a whole lot of crack babies, do you? No, that might be something Christ would do. That George Carlin. Ever a prophet he was. So now I know some are going to say, well, you know, now it's up to the states. Just go vote. I don't know if you've been paying attention. <clears throat> but do you see what red states are doing? They are skewing everything in their favor, people. <laughs> Through gerrymandering, voter suppression. I put, on, on my show sheet, in my notes, I put gerrymandering in, instead of gerrymandering. Because <laughs> uh, I put a space there. I don't know if that was autocorrect I, I hope it was autocorrect otherwise that was a brain fart of a moment 
uh, for the old chatter. But gerrymandering, voter suppression laws, using these kinds of tactics to put the voting in their favor. I mean, it's, it's and it's quite out, out there and obvious. It's, it's, I mean, when you think about it, the Roe versus Wade decision, it was literally six fucking people who made this decision. Six fucking people. Some put in place by Trump. I get it. That's how it works. He was able to do that. So, oh, he, and he was able to do that after winning an election. Not by the popular vote. Only through the election. Like, that, that all is another conversation for another time. That's a conversation that needs to take place about, at some point, about the entire fucking system and what needs to change. But right now, these fuckers, they're not going to stop. No, they, contraceptives, gay marriage, who knows? And they very much use God and their religion to push many of their agendas. Which is bullshit. I, I, half the country isn't Christian. We're supposed to have religious freedom, right? It's just, you hear about this, <laughs> this football coach who, who basically got fired for praying. And uh, look at the cases, like private prayer, and they're like, yeah, it was more than a private prayer. The Supreme Court made a ruling that said you can't deny employees, basically, um, you can't keep them from a private religious expression, which on the surface seems all well and good. Except that's not exactly what happened here. Uh, they call it hearsay, of course, but some of these players, first of all, he was doing prayers in team meetings. Like he was doing them in front of, with the team. Some of these players' parents came out and said, our kids weren't comfortable because they felt pressured to join this prayer, this team prayer. People are going to say, he, nobody was pressuring. Just Peer pressure alone, unspoken peer pressure. Did y'all forget about that? Y'all forget about high school already? Unspoken peer pressure. It's there. It's real. So seems a poor case to be basing all of this on to begin with. And then on top of that, the, the issue is that this decision continues to close the gap uh, between, you know, that separation between church and state. It's closing that gap. I mean, <laughs> I, it, it, private prayer, fine. I do, I, you know, I'm not religious, but if you want to be, that's fine. It's the pushing it on others that I don't agree with. And it feels very much like the right in this country, the conservatives are very much pushing their Christianity on the country. 
and it's all going down a slippery slope. <laughs> and it's spearheaded by people who say shit like, we don't need more gun control. We need more God. People who, during the pandemic, I don't need masks. I just need God. Then why do you need guns? <laughs> I, like, people that believe their God is the right one, the only one, and that he hates abortions and gays and they also think Jesus was white. If he was real, he was not white. <laughs> not white, sorry, not a white guy. I mean, pictures are cool and everything. He looks awesome, especially when he's smiling, doing the thumbs up. Those are my favorite. But they want to push all these beliefs on us, but then accuse us of doing that exact thing when really we just are kind of screaming for equality, right? That's basically it. May not very much commend everyone out in the streets protesting. I would just say be very safe. Be very, very safe. We know. We know how some law enforcement officials feel about uh, our side, I guess I would say. So just be safe. You know, along that really, I've tried not to fear monger, but I've also spoken how I felt about this country and, and the path it's on. And right now it seems darker than ever. If something isn't done soon to quell this fascist uprising we got going on in the government, what we are in for a very dark future. And I complain a lot, don't have a lot of answers, wish I did. Seems the far right is getting this stranglehold in the power structure, and they're finding all the loopholes and their supporters too stupid or too blinded to see, or they just agree with this intended future. And if you're any fan of history, I mean, just look at the rise of Hitler and the Nazi regime in Germany and tell me what comparisons you see and how eerie those comparisons are. So yes, yes, we need to vote, we need to protest, we need to raise our voices. But we should also all prepare for the worst. Because things may be already too far gone. Sounds bleak, I know. But we just, we, we, we fight on. And make contingency plans, basically. Contingency plan time. So... Now that I've officially and sufficiently, but I put sufficiently in the notes, but I said officially, so I just, yeah. Now that I've sufficiently bummed you all out, even further, let's, uh, let's move on to some good news, shall we? Yeah, yeah. We'll take a quick break, come back, and enlighten the mood a bit. All right. We are back. And, and, and <clears throat> there has been some good news. But, but before we get to that, I will make my short little announcement. I've had yet another schedule change at work, and it's fucked everything up yet again. 
That's partly why I didn't pod last week. I was on a long stretch of work without a day off. And I just, it, it, I just ran out of time. And I was thinking about it. And I am stressing entirely too much about this pod. And it gets to be a lot when you try and do it weekly and you try and hit 50 to 60 minutes and you're doing it all by yourself. So not that I'm stopping the pod, but it just might not be a weekly thing. That's all I'm going to say. I know that's kind of more bad news, but then when I do it, it'll be even better. And along the way, I'm going to be looking for a co-host. And if I can find a co-host, I'm going to try and get back to that weekly schedule. But for right now, I'm just, I'm going to kind of chill and I might hit it every week. I don't know. There just could be some weeks like last week where I just don't get to it. Don't freak out. I'll be back. So just don't fret if you don't see me for a minute is all I'm saying. It's all I'm saying. So I can focus on some other thing, get some other shit tied up, finished up, boom, bam, in the back. You know what I'm talking about? I just, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> started, the train started to derail a little bit there toward the end anyway. For some good news, unless you're a Tampa Bay Lightning fan, the Avalanche, the Colorado Avalanche, they won the Stanley Cup. Oh, my goodness. It was so good to see. It was so good to see, finally. Get to celebrate this team winning. The Stanley Cup truly is the coolest fucking trophy in sports. If you don't, if just look this thing up. See videos of it. They get these little engraving, these little plates. They put all the names of the people on the, the team that won. Coaches, players, they get them all on this little plate and it goes on the cup. And it goes in rings and the, the cup builds up. And then if they run out of room, they take the bottom ring of plates and they put it in the Hall of Fame. Start a new ring. Fucking amazing. They got these two guys with goofy ass haircuts. You just carry this thing around. <laughs> I guess it, the, the, there really is a handler that just goes everywhere. It's a guy that just goes everywhere with the cup. It is a really awesome trophy. And within 15 minutes of having it, the avalanche put a nice dent into it. Because someone, they were taking a team photo and someone was going to skate in holding the cup and they fell because, you know, ice, you know, ice and ice skates and, and uh, banged up the cup, but uh, made for a good moment. They were having a blast with that cup, let me tell you. Good dudes, good team. It was fun to watch. I, you know, don't get to, you know, when I lived in Iowa, I was rooting a lot um, for the Minnesota teams and when I moved here, I kind of started, you know, I've always kind of liked the avalanche and the nuggets. So that was already there. And then just being back in Denver where I grew up, it just kind of started to gravitate back towards the Colorado teams. And uh, so it's kind of cool to see a team I'm rooting for actually win something because <laughs> it never happens. There's a parade on Thursday, tomorrow. I'd love to go to that, see the cup in person. We'll see what happens. But uh, very cool to see. And um, man, it was a hell of a series. I mean, I know we're getting into some sports here. So apologies, skip ahead a few minutes if you need to. People, I should have said that earlier. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Tampa Bay Lightning, that's a tough ass team. 
won the past two Stanley Cups going for three. They were going to be tough to kill. And the Avs pulled it off. Mm. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Apologies if you're a Lightning fan, but otherwise, that's some good news. <laughs> Excuse me. But we also had, that very same night, the All Elite Wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Forbidden Door Pay-Per-View. And you know me. Well, if you know me, I love New Japan Pro Wrestling. It is my favorite shit. And you may or may not know, I basically disowned, separated myself from WWE a handful of years ago. And uh, AEW, I have enjoyed that since its inception. And it's given me um, what I was missing with WWE. Because there is some aspects of the entertainment part that, that are kind of fun. And uh, so, it, you know, I enjoy having the uh, all elite wrestling because AEW kicks in. But I really love New Japan Pro Wrestling. It is my jam. And this was a show combining the two companies, which I was always hoping we'd get um, just because, you know, so many of the guys in AEW have worked in New Japan. Now, it sucks that Sam Punk and Daniel, I almost said Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, whoo. Oh, and Tomohiro Ishii, all injured, all three of them. Should have had them on the show, but we didn't. But that's okay. He was still killing. Still killing. Now, you got a lot of different types of matches here. And we won't go into, this isn't a wrestling podcast. We're not going to go into depth with anything. I just, I have some top observations, actually. Number one. Orange Cassidy versus Will Ospreay was fire. Now, Orange Cassidy has become a favorite of mine because the dude can go. He can actually wrestle. And doing it with his whole persona, I just, I'm like, I want to understand. I want to get in the brain. I want to say, well, how did you come up with that? What made you come up with that character? He is so brilliant. And really, it's too bad we didn't get any of him. It'd be nice at some point to get him teamed up with Naito because Naito is so, you know, tranquilo and stuff. Cassidy is too. Maybe they fight each other. That would be something interesting to see. But that was good. And then number two, good God, Sting. You scare me. You're too old to be some, doing some of the shit you're doing. I mean, you're awfully up there to be flying through the air like that, my man. <laughs> what a fucking legend. Holy shit. And of course, I just gotta say, it's switchblade season. I just, uh, I remember a time early on in Jay White's career where, you know, when he first debuted as the Switchblade. And there are some people that loved him and some people that really questioned, like, okay, it seems there, but it doesn't feel like it's all there, if that makes sense. 
And I just think he's hit another level. His look is great. His in-ring is great. His persona, his talking is just top-notch. And I enjoy the shit out of some Jay White. The Switchblade. It's Switchblade season. So if you're into the pro reps, as the kids say, it's Switchblade season. Keep your eyes open. Watch Jay White. That's right. And New Japan Pro Wrestling. We got the G1 coming up. And yeah, not a whole lot of uh, crazy names mentioned, but we did get, um, I mean, you got to think the past couple of years that, that Jay White hasn't been in it, Osprey. There's been some big names out of this tournament for the past couple of years. So we're going to get some of the big names back. Lance Archer from AEW is going to be in it. Tom Lawler from the LA Dojo of New Japan is uh, going to be in it. So it's going to be a blast, I think. Always excited for the G1 regardless, though. And more good news. The January 6th committee had a special session yesterday, Tuesday, that is, with new evidence and witness testimony. Well, the witness was a one Cassidy Hutchinson, aide to Mr. Meadows, former devout maggot, who stepped up to testify. And then she unveiled some some pretty crazy shit. And mainly that Trump lost his absolute fucking shit on January 6th. Now there's a lot of stuff there to unpack and that you can look into details, conversations she overheard. One of the most damning things to me though is that Trump knew these people had weapons. And he wanted the weapons checkpoints taken down. Because he wanted to go down there. And he didn't believe they would hurt him, which they probably wouldn't. But you ask me, this pretty clearly shows what he was thinking. It's obvious, but as I said before, it needs to be laid out in the manner so that the Department of Justice has no other choice, no other choice to, but to indict. And uh, it, it, we're getting warmer. We are. But I'm here for more evidence. Uh, to keep it, hopefully this opens up a floodgate. Let's go. We need to stop the fascist movement in our government and its tracks. And something like this, Trump going down, should absolutely make other dictator wannabes like Ron DeSantis, uh, you know, a little less bold. So I would just say, I want to bring this up. Been talking fascism. So <clears throat> one more time, run through the early warning signs of fascism. Disdain for human rights, huh? Sounds familiar. Identification of enemies, scapegoats as a unifying cause. Ooh. Yeah, look at how they're blaming the LGBTQ community. 
for what do what do they like to say for grooming <laughs> kids border crisis mm. yeah minorities in other words supremacy of the military rampant sexism there you go controlled mass media obsession with national security religion and government are intertwined corporate power is protected labor power is suppressed disdain for intellectuals and the arts hmm. obsession with crime and punishment rampant cronyism and corruption fraudulent elections any of those ring a bell with what's going on on the right just curious, just curious. So speaking of uh, fascism and dictatorship, I'm also audiobooking uh, The Stand Again. <laughs> I know, an abrupt turn. Not that that's really good news to anyone, but me really, because I, I quite enjoy the book and this is uh, where I decided to slide it in the pot because really it is a bit fitting. Um, Randall Flagg, the baddie of the book, is very much a dictator because after you get through the pandemic part of the book, there's essentially two communities. One, very civilized, you know, uh, run run by basically town hall meetings, things like that. And then the other side, ran by a very strict Randall flag, his way or the highway, places kind of crazy. And I mean, kind of similar to what's going two sides. But I love this book, despite the you know religious theme. I'm not a religious dude, and the good people are out, you know, very much working for God, kind of how um, portrayed. But the story, the characters, I mean, it's just. You go from the pandemic, basically the end of the world, to, oh, there's people left. Some are good, some are bad. And, oh, they're going to end up clashing. Bad news, though, pertaining to the same. Back to bad news. Um, I finally got to the new version, the new television series. And, oh, boy. I mean, I watched the first episode, and I was like, okay, I don't, not sure I like this, but I'll see how it goes. It's bad. And just the way they do it with the flashbacks, you just can't really get a sense of the character. I just, I'm not a fan. I couldn't even finish it. Maybe someday I'll try, but put it on the back burner. I was very excited. And I was reading reviews and it seems like a lot of people were excited. <laughs> and uh, just didn't happen. Just didn't happen. What a shame. What a wasted opportunity. With some good actors. Huh. Oh, boy. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna close up this tea party with some random thoughts. It's all right, right after this quick break. We are back. We're back. And it's time to close the pod. 
time to end this tea party, as I like to say. Uh, <clears throat> but of course, first, some random thoughts. But even before that, if you're watching on video on, on the tube of you, the YouTubes, you, you may notice I have a different shirt. Maybe even the background looks slightly different. I'm not sure. I haven't watched what I previously recorded. But uh, I'm going to tell you about that. Because <laughs> full transparency, you know how I roll. I'm actually recording this last segment on Wednesday. That's right. Why, you might wonder, even though it was it did the shit when it came out till at some point this afternoon anyway, because I recorded late last night. But when I was ending that second segment recording last night, I got so sick to my stomach. Now, I do have stomach issues. I actually <laughs> just today went and saw a gastro specialist. <clears throat> so we'll see how that goes. I mean, I know how it's going to go. I have to go uh, get a colonoscopy again. I've already had one a handful of years ago. I'm going to get some stuff checked out. <laughs> Full transparency. Maybe TMI, perhaps. But you know, it's shit we got to do, you know, make sure we're all good and stuff. But with all of the tummy stuff, I, I sometimes just get these random bouts of like feeling like crap. And it came to me last night as I'm fucking sitting there recording and ending that second segment. And I just, I had to throw in the white towel, madcaps. I had to. It was bad. I thought it was going to be a brief one and it was going to pass. But no, 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 no. That shit, that shit, it stuck with me. Whew. I was on the couch for a while. Man. I don't even like to think about it. <laughs> but as I'm finishing, you may have noticed if you watched the video. I don't, I don't, again, I haven't watched it back. So perhaps, perhaps you could tell by the way I looked, my face, the way I was acting. But I feel like the audio, just the pod version, I feel like I pulled it off. I feel like the talk, I held it together enough. But I don't think you'd notice on audio, but I, I don't know. For all I know, my face went completely pale or something. On the <laughs> anyway, we continue on with what I was going to discuss previously. Although I did see some shit about, uh, you know, the United States upping the uh, military presence for NATO. And uh, yeah. That shit could be, it, it, it could get bad. It could be bad. But we'll see. We'll have to continue to monitor that. And hey, the next time I pod, I'll, I'll be all over that if we've got some more developing stuff. But we move on to what I had originally had for, you know, this segment last night. But I recently realized something pertaining to SpongeBob. And that is essentially that he is Dennis the Menace. If you have kids, you watch a lot of cartoons, right? Right? Including the Sponge of Bob. And I really don't mind it. But it, I've always kind of wondered, like, eh, Squidward and Puff, they're portrayed in a way where they're kind of the bad guys. But... 
<laughs> feel for him. Because could you imagine living in between Patrick and SpongeBob? You'd be grumpy as fuck too. They would drive you nuts, nuts. And Miss Pup trying to teach SpongeBob? Dude, I, I just, it, it, it very much is there, Mr. Wilson, you know? The grumpy old neighbor. And he's like, I just, this cat's driving my fucking nuts. But he's the bad guy. Because an unruly child is ruining his life. It's insane. It's very similar, if you ask me. But it's a pretty fun show. I, I don't mind it. Give me that over. Yeah, the, the youngest is finally getting out of the, you know, like the Paw Patrol phase. I, I just can't. I can't with the Paw Patrol. I can't do all the cartoons, you know. Moving on. Something I found out. Um, I mentioned before. I'm a big fan of the Dan Levitard show with the Stugats. And uh, they were chatting the other day, and one of the one of the peeps in the crew brought up percent chance of rain. It, it's not percent chance of rain. When you see the little percentage about the rain, weather forecast, weather app, etc., you see that percentage. That's the percentage of that area that's going to get rain. It doesn't mean the percent of chance of rain or the percent. Yeah, it doesn't mean that's the percentage of a chance that there will be rain. No, that's how much of the area will be covered in rain. Very interesting. Didn't know that. Had to repeat it. That's insane. How am I almost 40 and just now learning that? That's one of those that makes you go, what? Man, today years old. It's, it's one of those that make you feel a little less smart. Yeah. Huh. Also, this one made me feel a little less smart as well. I saw this article on star quakes. It's what they, it's, it's just what it sounds like. Star quakes. Yes, like earthquakes, but star quake. I saw this article. I've never heard of these fucking things. And if you follow me, you know, I am all about the crazy space shit. I talk about it. How have I not come across this in one of the, articles or shows that like how is it taking this long but apparently there's a rare group of stars called magnetars and these are like neutron stars with very powerful magnetic fields okay these stars have quakes which they're like radial star quakes that vibrate outward in a circular pattern now scientists are now discovering more tsunami-like star quakes that are reshaping the stars they form on and they're finding these quakes on more than just the magnetar stars that's crazy a star quake i don't even i don't even yeah yeah that would be a thing to behold also came across but more space stuff more space <laughs> Yeah, I know. I just got right away from Starquake. I don't even know what to say about Starquakes anymore. Look it up. It's interesting shit. I would like, I would like them to do one of these How the Universe Works episodes on Starquakes. That would be cool. <clears throat> Is there one that I've missed it? I mean, that's possible. 
madcaps as possible. Anyway, scientists in China discovered a signal coming from Kepler-438b, a planet that has been thought of as extremely Earth-like. Potential alien signal, maybe? Now, many signs point to radio frequency interruption, but some evidence, evidence suggests that it could be an actual signal. And this is based on there's just, that perhaps you should just look into the article. I did, I'll sound like an idiot, but the, the, there's contradictory evidence that it would be radio frequency interruption, basically. So it's, it, it is curious. They still think it's most likely that, but they, uh, there's a little doubt. And I know plenty of people. They, 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 why, if aliens are real, why don't they just show themselves? Why don't they just come down? Blah, 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 blah. I kind of go back to my black sheep theory. I don't think they want anything to do with that. And real quick, speaking of aliens, I got to see that new Peel movie. Nope, nope. That shit looks amazing. Nope. I love saying that word too. Nope. Nope. Gotta see nope. I had to throw that in there. I just think it looks fucking amazing. If you, I'm sure you've seen the trailer. If you haven't, you must, must check it out. Now, finally, I've been thinking about uh, the LGBTQ plus community since the road decision. First of all, thanks to whoever thought of the plus to put there, because it, there is a lot of letters associated with that. And a look, massive ally here. Thing is, I smoke a lot of weed. And memory is not the greatest. So if you've got this long line of letters, I've got to remember, I, I'm just telling you, I, I'm going to fuck it up all the time. Okay. So whoever just said, let's put a plus, you know, after this letter, that was a great idea. Great idea. Uh, perhaps the original plus, I would say, you know, Paramount. Discovery, Disney, ESPN, all these pluses. And like, yeah, that's a pretty good way. Yeah, you just add on the plus. That's a great idea. But I've been thinking about this community because they will be one of the next targets. And I think we all need to be aware of what lies ahead because there's a group in this country that wants basically to roll back the clock essentially to a time when they didn't fear for their white power. That's what, basically what this is. And yes, I know, Justice Thomas is black and in an interracial marriage. Confusing is that, that that's right there with these other, I, you got me on this one. I don't understand that, dude. Because right in there with those other topics is, is interracial marriage, you know. So is he gonna attack? everything else but not interracial marriage because that would be kind of weird if you did <laughs> but the whole white replacement theory is an actually it's an actual belief to some people and 
and those in power want control. You know, control. And if something isn't done soon, this place will be a shithole to live in. A shithole. I mean, there's already a lot of shit not to like. I mean, it'd be, it, I mean, if it keeps going down this path, it'll be great if you're a maggot, of course. <laughs> but for the, you know, the rest of us, not so much. And, you know, a lot of people been warning about this kind of shit for a while. Particularly Roe Wade, a lot of people point out Hillary, the email lady. And, you know, much longer than myself. I, like, I mean, me, I saw Trump's BS early on. When he was actually, you know, fucking elected, I was like, okay. This is admin? This is what we're doing? Okay. Well, let's see. <laughs> and pretty quick, it was apparent, okay, this fucking guy. I mean, it was apparent what the real agenda was, and it just snowballed. I mean, didn't he run on the promise to build a wall? How, how, how much of that is done? Not that I want one. <laughs> I think that's ridiculous, but <clears throat> it's just, he's a scam artist, a bad one at that. And he made it into the White House and stirred up all the racists and God-fearing white folks. Mm. Yes, me, the MAGA movement has done a massive blow to our democracy. And if you know history, actually, I'm going to get back in and watch. I'm going to rewatch some of my old World War II stuff because many aspects of this feel eerily similar to Germany during the rise of Hitler and the Nazi part. Failed insurrection. Coup. It sounds, yeah, there's similarities there. It's crazy. And, you know, those who do not learn from history are doomed to repeat it. So there's some fear there, I would say. Because I, you know, uh, it's... I don't even think it's Trump, all Trump now, even if he goes down. I mean, look at DeSantis in Florida. Jesus. As mentioned earlier, these dictator wannabes. <clears throat> and maybe that's where, you know, that history would differ from that of Germany's. It wasn't the same guy. After the failed coup, it was a, a different guy. Still a lot of that out there. I mean, over won our primary here in Colorado. I mean, it's a little fuck-off quadrant of Colorado that many folks still, you know, love the shit out of her for whatever reason. <laughs> Idiocy, mainly. And people are like, what's going on in Colorado that forward is like, don't blame Colorado. Blame that little piece of it. <laughs> but 
that's the point. There's still people like that staying in power, getting in power, keeping power. But it's, it's not all doom and gloom. There's certainly more of us than there are of them, I guess is the way I would put it. Sure, there's a good amount. We are greater. And, you know, they're going to continue to push people to our side. I mean, not all Republicans are pro-life. And, you know, not all Republicans are straight. What's Where's that going to, you know, they start fucking with that? But as I mentioned at the top of the pod, I do believe this country is going through a true watershed moment in time. And a breaking point, it's coming. Breaking point is coming. For good or for bad, you know, for better or worse, something is coming. And if it goes the wrong way, hey, I know what my plan is. Canada. (laughs) Yeah, that's fucking right. I mean, think about legal weed right? Most of the people are pretty nice, huh? Uh-huh. And with climate change going on, it makes sense to go somewhere a little bit more colder, you know, it'll get hotter there later than it will. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> seems like, you know, the way to go if shit hit, really hits the fan. That's just, that's just my two cents. Madcaps. No, 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 no. What, what, what is going on here? What is going on here? Oh, okay. Sorry. The music was about to fuck up, and then it's. I'll just shut up. I'll just shut up. And we'll end. Go ahead and end this fucking teapot. Thanks for listening to the MD Potter. Have a great rest of the week. Stay mad. <laughs>